0: Welcome back, folks, to The Melwright Show. This is episode 260. We've got a great guest. We've got Sino Tull with us from Property Radar. He's going to tell us all about Property Radar and why you should care. It's a fantastic service and product. And we're just going to have a feast about... He's got extensive experience about technology and the real estate industry. It's going to, I feel, going to be a great show. We had some slight technical problems, or I did, so we're recording this a bit later. I had the phone on the Friday rather than on the Thursday. But everything works out, doesn't it? So, um, so Shane, do you want to introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers?
1: Uh, sure. Um am Sean O'Toole, and... Uh... Founder and CEO of PropertyRadar.com, uh, and uh, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. That's
0: great. And I've got my great
1: co-host, Robert. Robert, would you like
0: to introduce yourself to the new listeners of yours? Certainly. My name is Robert Newman. I'm a 13-year veteran of the real
2: estate marketing industry. Part of what i do is i teach and train agents and how to use digital i do all that for free on my blog inboundrem.com so you can go and that's the word inbound rabbit if you want to learn how to do digital marketing go there
0: that's great and i'm the founder of mail right we're um we rely on facebook to get you quality seller and buyer leads we combine it with a suite of tools that keeps you in contact with these possible leads and convert them into commission checks. So if that sounds interesting, go over to Melwright, book a free demo with me, and I'll show you the power of Melwright. So, Shane, um, tell us more about Property Radar. You know What does it do? How long have you been running it? And why did you start the business?
1: Yeah, um, well, we'll take those. Uh, maybe if I can take those a little bit out of order. Uh, <laughs> I was a tech guy in Silicon Valley and uh, um, had three startups there. And uh, after the dot com crash, up uh, flipping houses and uh, and commercial property and industrial property and all kinds of stuff over 160 transactions. Um, and at the end of 2005, got nervous about the market but was tracking every foreclosure in California and started to see a, a real increase in the number of foreclosures. And we launched a product called foreclosure radar in uh, May of 2007. Uh, that was really, you know, kind of the right place at the right time. Actually at that point, it was still a little early. Like realtors would look at us and roll, roll, our, roll their eyes and go, there's no foreclosures. And I go, come here, type your zip code in. And then they go, ah, that, that can't be right. Right. Like nobody realized yet when we first launched. But by early 2008, I was 60 minutes, uh, you know, talking about the foreclosure crisis. So at that point, it was pretty obvious to everybody. And um, we had quite a run there, Uh, billions and billions of dollars of properties bought using our platform. And uh, around 2012, saw the end of the foreclosure market coming and we launched Property Radar. Uh, so basically expanded the service that we had for foreclosures to all properties. It's kind of a property information service. And in about 2014, we realized that a lot of our customers were actually using us to build marketing audiences. So audiences of home and property owners, residential and commercial that they wanted to market to try to buy their house from in the case of real estate investors, uh, get listings from for uh, Realtors, um, solar companies, roofers, et cetera, all looking. And so we've really focused on that and uh, have this amazing list builder. And we leverage public records basically to help people with their marketing. All right. Over to you, Robert.
0: So I wanna I wanna
2: dive a little deeper into that, like the because we talked yesterday. So for those that don't know, John had some technology issues, and and then we didn't get the show off and going. But Sean and I were on the phone uh, having a conversation, and I got a chance to know a little bit about him, and I kind of queued him up for these these types of questions, like a little deeper on how you would use the tool. Why has he done this three different times? Like a little bit about him. Like about his background and why he's doing yet another tech company, because trust me, when I tell you, you kind of got to like doing it. It's not just about the money because I've, <laughs> I've started a couple myself and it, you got to have something else that drives you. And so is, so is John. You're probably more successful than both of us in terms of selling your companies and all that stuff, Sean, but that doesn't change the drive to do it like one way or the other. So, Having said all that, cue that up that right way. So talk to me a little bit because I know how I would leverage property radar. Like I'd build an audience. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't think that our listeners necessarily do. So I'm a real estate agent or broker. How am I going to use your tool to build an audience? Give us an example, like a specific example, maybe one that you know of, like a client that you've got that did it X, Y, Z. Don't, you know, don't, don't reveal any of their secret sauce, but in general.
1: I'll talk about it in general and then I'll talk about, I'll give some examples. Uh, you know, so in general, right, uh, most realtors have done farming, right? Geographic farm. You call your title company and say, hey, i the address of everybody in this subdivision, right? So at a simple level, that's leveraging public records, right? Mm-hmm. Which the title companies, all your title history, your, your title insurance, that's all based on public records data. So they go out and grab those public records and they hand you this, this list. Um, So we do that, but we just take it a couple steps further because there's a lot of data in public records, right? A lot of information. So you can say, hey, as a realtor, I'm going to focus on this subdivision, right? And and sure, do that geographic form of that whole subdivision. But not everybody in that subdivision is the same. Some people have lived there for a few months. Some people have lived there most of their life, right? Some have uh, a lot of equity in their homes. Some you know, uh, have a, a large mortgage, maybe even are underwater. Um, some have kids, some are retirees, right? So one of the things that we do is we help realtors break down that market into separate lists, right? So to segment, their, their geographic farm into these more specific forms. And why do that? So that you can have a better marketing message so that you can differentiate yourself from the competition, right? People today see so many messages that if those messages don't relate and attract them specifically, it's not going to land, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, when I first started, uh, the first time I kind of used direct mail, right? The the golden rule is you had <laughs> to send direct mail three times, right? And now at they're least. saying at least, right? But, right? but now they're saying that in in order to get a deal done, you have to make more on the order of 25 impressions, right? And that's a lot. And so the other side, besides making this list, is how do you do that, right? So you need to leverage Facebook and online ads. You need to also do direct mail, also phone call, also maybe voicemail drop. In how do you get enough impressions to actually get a deal done to get that homeowner to think of you instead of just going to Zillow and you relying on Zillow for your business. And that's really what we do for realtors at the end of the day. I think a lot like what Jonathan does, right? Help build that direct connection with uh, consumers in in their market and better messaging so that you can stand out. Gotcha. So at the heart
2: of it, if you were a marketer, and you wanted targeted information, the way that I'm hearing you, I'm not sure that you feel this way, but the way that I'm hearing you is that your service would be aimed at that particular person. Because if I want a general audience information, I can still probably get some of that off Facebook. But if I want to start talking about who's got X amount of value inside their home, inside a specific subdivision, that's definitely not something I can find on Facebook. And I could, if I'm understanding you correctly, I could find that on property radar. Is that, is it, am I, am I top level, right? Top level, wrong?
1: Top level, right. And then all kinds of other things too, right? So besides that geographic farming, which is kind of the long-term thing, there's also the short-term leads of like people who need to sell. So people that are in foreclosure, houses that are vacant, right? Absentee owners, like all these kind of specialty lists of people that are more likely to sell right now. Um, that you would go after for, for listings, but, but absolutely right. Rather than just this general targeting of a large area, get very specific in, in your targeting. Right.
2: So guys, for those of you who are listening and, and those who don't know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you three separate tips right now around this tool because that's that's kind of what I do. Like I try to make the stuff that we talk about on the show actionable to a person trying to market for real estate. That's that's my whole. That's the only reason that John has me on the show. although he wouldn't deal with my ass. Otherwise, so um,
0: here's right. a, here's that's, a, that's not true. <laughs> the
2: the three. Here's some three ideas. So, number one, you could use, you could build an audience using Facebook marketing. Okay, that's John, more John's bailiwick than mine. But once you have that super targeted information, not only could you drop them direct mail if you wanted to, you could then drop them, you could have an advertisement that follows them around on Facebook using something called remarketing. So, now you've got two levels of marketing to the same hyper targeted audience. And if you've listened to a single show that Jonathan and I do, we we'll tell you the same thing over and over again. Leverage video to that same highly focused, hyper-targeted audience. Leverage that on Facebook. So now they have a video of you following them around, talking about, about whatever your offer is to that specific subdivision or that specific person. If you're an investor, you'd use this to find somebody that might be close to selling Yeah,
0: what's Yeah, what's that amazing figure around that still... Still amazes me that the majority when somebody's used the agent they don't use the same agent again do they um 80 it's yeah, still amazing isn't it
1: yeah that's about that follow-up right and so creating that customer list and continuing to follow them around and show them ads even though you've already done a deal is you know it's pretty inexpensive right like and that's a another you know great uh, great use and um there you know one of the interesting things too about you know public records is so even take something like your current list of customers right you can kind of watch your current customers or your past customers let's say in the case of realtors right and watch them for life events right like oh they had you know they've now got kids that are getting to be high school age oh they've got these other things happening in their their life. Maybe they just took out a loan. Um, you know, maybe even they bought a second home or something like that. You you can see these life event things going on, right? And know, oh, this is a good time to reach back out to them and restart a conversation. So there's there's a lot of ways. I mean, definitely, public records for creating an audience is one of our primary use cases. But there's lots of you know also doing due diligence on deals, monitoring, you know the uh, the uh, uh, properties you're interested in, um, going and finding off-market properties for a client that has maybe particular needs. Um, so lots of ways to leverage that for sure.
2: Yeah, this would be this would be so, again, for the audience and we don't necessarily cater to this audience, but I know that we have them that listen to the show occasionally because some of my original followers are all hyper-luxury. And so for that market... Guys, for those of you who even know what this term is in Southern California, the Beverly Hills Flats, which most people don't even understand what that is, but it it references a very small basin inside the Beverly Hills area. These homes don't come up often at all. Oftentimes, homes and properties in Beverly Hills, you're talking maybe 50 to 75 transactions a year. It, It is a remarkably small place that gets a lot of attention. In something like this, Property Radar would be an absolute go-to tool if, if I was understanding that I wanted to know who's holding on to those properties, how long have they been holding on to them. I don't know what the marketing message would be because I don't know what the specific circumstances are, but I do know that the first step to creating a marketing message is having the information. And if you do have a, a market where it's worth your time To really granularly look at it and say, I want to talk to each person about ready to list before they list, which is absolutely worth it here, like in Beverly Hills. Absolutely. Then you would definitely want to use a tool like this. Maybe combined, you could also use as a redundancy tool, another tool called Spokio. But either way, you'd want to get as much data as was publicly available for which you could leverage this. And then hyper-focus that, that audience. The second tip, guys, because I only got one out before John <laughs> jumped in, is um, the second tip is you want to use uh, robly. So if any of you decide that you're going to leverage email, um, Roebly does in many ways. Uh, it's a brilliant email marketing system that does AI-generated sending so that you are literally sending your, your message at the exact time the person you're sending to typically opens their email. Okay, they are really, really, really good at getting open rates. They've doubled or tripled my own open rate. So I've used them and proven that they work. So Robley, R-O-B-L-Y, for those of you who still send email out, if you do create a hyper-targeted list like we're talking about right now, the next task that you have is getting in front of that list. Now, Facebook is certainly a good way to go. I personally am a bigger fan of email. I still think it's very effective. And so you could also leverage email is what I'm saying using property radar. So Sean, I think it's, you know, uh,
1: it's all, it's all good. Like, you know, like I think Facebook's super important. I think email's super important, but you know, direct mail still works too. Like people, mm. even if they only pick that up, and and take it from their mailbox to their trash can, that's probably a longer impression than you get most other places on the way to the trash can. Right. So it's, you know, but they're all good. Right. Like, and I think the, the really interesting thing to do today is to combine them. Right. Like, and, and, you know, tools like, jonathan has for facebook you know are great and you combine that like you know i think that's that's really the interesting thing
0: i totally agree with you we're gonna go for our break we'll be back in a few moments we're gonna have a feast about technology and getting quality leads using technology we'll be back in a few moments folks can you give maybe some Shane some um, are there any of your users that come to mind recently that have got some great results using your platform that you can share with us?
1: Yeah, um, well, you know, one example that's not a great result, but it 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 still shows the power of public records, right? Is so I have a friend who um, was going after commercial real estate in um the Tahoe, North Tahoe region, and uh, you know, was really putting together a lot of of uh pieces, office, like marketing materials, all of this stuff. And 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 you know, there was only there's basically two other commercial folks and he really felt like he could do a better job than than either of them and um was making a big investment there. And I said, what well, <laughs> how many, what's the potential market here? And so we went and we just used public records to go say, how many commercial transactions happen a year here, right? What's the total transaction volume, right? So that, that figures out your total potential commissions, right? Right. And he's like, oh my gosh, even if I got like 50% market share, I can't make a living, right? And one of the things that really is interesting to me is how many realtors go, oh, I'm the subdivision specialist, right? I'm the specialist in this area. And they don't know what the total transaction volume is in that area, right? I'm going to be the horse property specialist. That can be awesome if you have a unique uh, position to bring to that market, and there's a lot of horse properties, but if there's a hundred horse properties and two sell a year you're starving right so uh, that that's one i I thought was uh was particular interesting uh, another one that we had uh and this is one I talk about all the time and I, I got a I got a call the other day from one of our customers, and so you're driving down the street right with clients in the car on your way to a listing and they see a house and they go, Oh my gosh, if that house was available for sale, I would buy it today. Like I love that house. Right. And the realtor goes, yeah, it's not listed. Sorry. And they keep driving to their listing. Right. 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 What if you pulled over right there? Brought up your phone. You clicked on the house. There was the owner's phone number. You click on the phone number and you say, hi, uh, Jill, I'm a realtor. I am just happen to be driving by and my client is super interested in your house. And I just wanted to make sure you weren't planning to sell anytime soon, right? Right. Because what always happens, right, is you buy, oh, you know, it's not listed. You drive on, the person buys the house five doors down. And then three weeks later, that house is listed for sale and they're killing, they're kicking themselves, right? right. There's no reason for that to happen. Like, right, right while you're out front, click talk to the owner, find out what's going on, right? And so we had a client, I've been saying this for years and like, you know, sometimes you wonder if anybody listens, right? And uh, so I had a client the other day and they said, you know, I just closed a $2.3 million deal because I stopped and called. And not only did I talk to the person, but they were in the house. They showed us the house right then and we kind of negotiated and got the deal done like driving down the street.
2: I think that's a brilliant use for property radar. Like I, I think that for those of you listening, like you should, this is the kind of service and there's a few of them out there that you would keep in your phone or keep bookmarked somehow for a lot of people if we're honest about it. Uh, Most of the people that listen to the show, John and I are trying to coach them into being great marketers. But if we start saying, hey, do proper market research on your area and and find out what the total audience and the total transactions are, we right now at that moment have lost 80% of the people that are on the journey with us because they don't, there's so much, they feel like that is such a big idea that they don't tackle it. So, but to say you, there's a way, that you can get a deal if you just have this, this app or URL in your phone and you're driving along and somebody says, I wonder if that property is available or if I wonder if we can get the phone number for the person who owns the property, even though you're just driving by house and an address. Yeah, that's a that's an excellent use for the service. And yes, there's a cost that goes along with it. And if, do you mind if I share what the cost is, Sean?
1: No, that's fine.
2: Uh, the standard, there's a monthly that for 59 a month and $79 a month. Is there a way for, like, if somebody was driving around and they they, they were going to sign up just to get a phone number for a particular property, what would the cost of that be?
1: So, right now, we only have uh, the subscription service. So, there are services like you mentioned, like Spokio and others that, that kind of do the one-off uh, thing. Um, mm-hmm. We are like a larger platform that has a lot of different functionality. and. And so um, we don't we don't offer that one off service, and we're not a consumer service, right? Like we have a it's all pub it's mostly public record data, right? We do enhance it with phones and emails and some other stuff, but um, it's not it's not something we want to put into everybody's hands, right? This is for professionals. This is for people that are in the business who have a legitimate use, right? Um, You know, I got you. Be respectful of people's privacy. Right. Nobody wants to feel targeted. Right. Like, so targeting is the best thing ever for marketers. Right. Cause it allows me to get the right message to the right people. And in that sense, as a consumer, right. I, I want to be spoken to. I want to be heard. I want to have a message that meets my needs, mm-hmm. but I also don't want to hear that you targeted me. Right. Like, so that, that there's a nuanced uh, a thing there where for marketers, targeting's really good but it's like it's this powerful tool that you have to be very, very careful about how you use. it. In some
0: ways, it's a bit because... like dating, isn't it? You know, <laughs> right. um, you know, uh, most people, you know, they probably ask their uh, their friend at work, you know, is Kathy single or is she in a lot? But if um, if you told Kathy that you've been asking questions. About her and trying to suss out your possibilities with Kathy, that isn't really going to go down that well, is it? It's going to creep her out. Yeah. It's going to creep her out, isn't it? <laughs> so it's the same with the consumer, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And, and I think consumers are getting really tired of people, you know, targeting them, you know, in these kind of evil, et cetera, ways, right? Like, so we're always telling our, our folks, like, look, we sell to local local businesses to help you better serve your local market. And if you do that spirit, nobody's going to have a hard time with the fact that, okay, out of the 50,000 people in your market, you were more efficient and sent to these 2000 who are most likely to buy your, you know, they're not, they're not going to begrudge you trying to run an efficient business so long as you're not nasty about it. Right. And you do it in a good way. So can we get back and
0: clarify the cost then? So am I correct in what Robert just said? You've you got two kind of levels, $50 a month and 70 Is that correct? And what's the difference between that you get in those two levels?
1: Yeah, they're really kind of designed for different folks, right? For, for most folks that are marketers, you're going to want the $80 a month package. And um, in, the, in the $60 a month, we do have a lot of folks still use this for like property research, like how many sales happened, how many foreclosures happen. They're doing more research. They don't need phone numbers. They don't need email addresses. They're not building audience lists. That's what that less expense, expensive package is for. So just figure it's 80 bucks. Wrong. Right. For the whole thing well that's
0: fantastic um so what what's been your experience what kind of agents have been signing up to use the full package and where do you think the sweet spot because that's something else me and robert talk about me and robert have two separate companies but we, I feel we're targeted, you know, there is overlap, but we're targeted at two different. And I have people like yourself come on the show and they've got services, products. But I, I, I try and point out that it's a big market and there's different services aimed at different, different types of agents or brokers. So what, what do you see as the sweet point of the kind of agent broker that you're trying to attract?
1: I think the big difference, right, is you have the data-driven folks and the relationship-driven folks. And most most real estate folks are relationship-driven, right? Now, that's been forced a little bit and changed a little bit with COVID where, you know, the social networking events that you used to do to co-get new clients, right... Uh, have kind of stopped. Right. And at the same time, like uh, I know in our local area, we've got way more buyers than we have sellers. So you start to have to be a little bit more data driven right now where you can't, you know, can't go out and find those connections and find those listings in the same way because the social, you know, fabric's kind of broken down here. Um, so, but, but more data driven folks. And then the other thing is, is that, you know, you know, Listen, it's it's overwhelming how many different, you know, just SEO, Facebook, right, public records. There's three of us right here with, like, you know, and they're all good things and things that everybody should be doing, right? But it's overwhelming, and so we really kind of don't even target the individual realtor and basically say, you know, teams, public records, and this kind of programmatic farming. If you're a team and you've got to feed a whole team and you need that, you know, 10, 20, 50, hundreds of deals a year, this has to be part of your mix, right? Um, You know, so, so you know, and a team usually has a dedicated person that's focused on marketing, that's focused on, you know, can focus on list building, can focus on those things. So most of our customers are teams or are, you know, high volume, you know, probably 20 deals plus a year um, that they're doing where they're really leveraging this. Unfortunately, you know, with realtors, it's kind of squirrel, right? They go, Oh, you got to be doing social media. Oh, you got to be doing video. Oh, you got to be doing SEO. Oh, you got to be doing, video. and, and they jump in and they do it for like a couple of weeks, but not long enough for it to actually have results. And then they go, Oh, this isn't working in the next squirrel. Right. Gets them and they go off in this next direction, and they never do anything consistent enough, long enough to really get the results. And, um, you know, so I think it's still valuable for those folks if they would stick to it. But, you know, this is something you need to do day in, day out for you have a plan you know, like of action, things through, Facebook yeah. and SEO, and the rest.
0: You got have a plan and action and a consistent, um you know, usage of it. Um I think we come to the end of the podcast part of the show. Hopefully Shane, you can stay on for another ten, fifteen minutes and um um and I'd like to discuss with you how you see the real estate industry in the next year, 18 months and in tech technology because you've got a lot of experience around technology and um so we're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show. The bonus content um, that we're going to have, folks, you can see and listen to that on the Mail Riot um, YouTube channel with the whole interview plus the bonus content. So all you have to do is basically go to YouTube, put in Mail Riot, and you see the channel and subscribe to it, and you'll be able to listen to the bonus content. Show Shane, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and your company and what you're up to?
1: Uh, propertyradar.com is, uh, is where we're at. Um, and both the company and myself are on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and, uh, and my email, Sean at propertyradar.com super easy S E A N. And, uh, yeah, happy to, uh, to connect with anyone.
0: That's great. And Robert, how, what's the best way for people to find Mm -hmm. out more about you and what you're up to? Guys, please go to
2: inboundargum.com. I worked so hard on that site. Right now, I'm working on a post uh, that ranks the top 12 real estate lead generation companies in order of proficiency. In other words, if you want to use PPC, who's best? If you want to use Facebook, who's best? I've decided to do this huge, it's going to be 6,000 words. But what I just produced is a, uh, how to do a digital marketing plan. And that is equally an impressive piece of content that me and my entire team worked on And it has got an hour long tutorial along with four or five thousand words that explain item by item how you might go around working a digital marketing Mm -hmm. plan, which, by the way, I'm working that in on purpose, guys, because as part of that digital marketing plan, you might very well back up and use property radar to identify a good persona inside a hyper local targeted area. That's,
0: that's well, I, I do dumb. hope you are, you're mentioning Mel, right, as well, but we never know, do we? <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> you might be doing us a favour. Uh, um, <laughs> we'll see you next week. where we, Hopefully, it's going to be a great internal discussion between me and Robert, or we have another fabulous guest night like show. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye.